Ah, beloved. I'm Pastor Trey, and you're now listening to the New Living Translation. It's his bona fide Bible talk, because God speaks my language too, and I'm sure enough about to act like it. Let's go. God is my shepherd. I got everything that I need. God gives me rest in places that are good for my soul. Lush pastures and calm waters. God fixes my worn down and weary parts, making me whole again. Because God is holy, everywhere I'm led embodies justice, showing me true righteousness. Even though I end up in places that look like hell, the darkest places imaginable, I ain't never scared because God is with me, comforting me with tools of correction and direction. Even in the presence of forces working against me, God gives me more than what I need because I'm beloved, because God chooses me. I'm more blessed than I can describe. I'll never be able to escape God's goodness. I'll never be able to outrun God's love for me. So I'm going to always live in God's house. Psalm chapter 23, the New Living Translation. There's this poetic element to a lot of scripture. See, people have been captivated by the idea of a divine creator since the beginning of human history. Through some combination of divine revelation, observations of nature, human perception and understanding and communication, people pass down ideas and conceptions of divine power. These ideas have taken many forms in many societies throughout history. Sometimes, uh, these ideas are expressed through physical art, statues, things like that. Sometimes these ideas are passed down through stories. And often, they're put into songs that help define cultures. The collection of poems and songs that we know as the Book of Psalms is just that. It's a compilation album of sorts. The greatest hits of a culture. A multi-disc, now that's what I call worship CD set. People who couldn't read a lick knew a bunch of these bops word for word. And that's how a lot of people learned about God. The 23rd Psalm is a blessing to me because that joint still slaps after over 3,000 years. I wasn't out there in Israel. I still ain't been to the Holy Land a day in my life. Those few lines, those six verses, paint such a vivid image of the Creator of heaven and earth and the very intimate relationship that God holds with people. Well, at least the author of this poem, to be specific. But this joint has resonated with people throughout the ages. The Lord is my shepherd. What a beautiful affirmation. God didn't just create and peace out. God is with me, with us consistently, protecting and providing. The Lord is my shepherd. So why in the world are we down here using the word sheep as an insult? Let's talk about it. Let me provide you some context. A few weeks ago, there's this clip that goes viral. It's from this story that CNN has put together after they sent this reporter by the name of Donnie O'Sullivan down to Alabama for a Trump rally. Yes, you heard me right. A few weeks ago, I'm recording this right now in September of 2021, and it's not an election year. It's not anywhere near one yet. I don't understand it either, but there's a Trump rally down in Alabama. 
But they send this reporter down, Donnie O'Sullivan, to start talking to people about their feelings on mask and vaccine mandates, because we still right in the middle of a global pandemic. Like, I know a lot of times it feels like we're not there no more because a lot of people are acting like things are back to normal. But right now, as of this recording, we still smack dab in the middle of that joint. And he's interviewing people, asking about how they feel. And there's a lot of rage going on. And then he speaks to this lady. And I don't even want to summarize what she said. I want I want you to listen to it for yourself. So here goes that. I've kind of turned away from news. I don't want to listen to it. I want to listen to what God's saying, what he's fixing to do. That's all I'm concerned about. I think it is this time where God is separating the sheep from the goats. What you know you, what are you? I am a, a <laughs> I'm a goat because I ain't a sheep. I'm not doing what they tell me to do. Mm. I'm fighting against it. I don't want to assume that you're a biblical scholar just because you happen to be listening to this podcast. So let's take a moment and examine what just happened. This lady invokes this passage of scripture found in Matthew's gospel, the 25th chapter. It talks about the son of man coming in his glory, sitting down with all of the people of the world gathered before him. And he separates the people like a shepherd would separate sheep from goats. The passage tells us that he puts the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. And he talks to all of these people. And he says, come to the people on his right. The sheep are on the right. He says, come. Get all this great stuff I got for y'all, man. Like, let's let's live it up. I seen how you acted, man. Back when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was a stranger wandering alone, you brought me in. I needed clothes. You gave them to me. I was sick. You helped me heal. I was in prison. You came to visit. It says to all them people, was like, yo, when did we do any of that? Like, what are you, what are you even talking about? And he says, I'll tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these people, you did it for me. And the scripture goes on to say in verse 41 that he looks to the people on his left, all of the goats, and he says to them, I need you to get out my face. I need you to get far away from me. Matter of fact, he says he sends them to the place that he had prepared for the devil and his angels. Because he said, I was hungry. You ain't do nothing for me. He said, I was thirsty. You ain't do nothing for me. Back when I was out there wandering alone, you didn't do nothing for me. When I needed clothes, you didn't do nothing for me. When I was sick and in prison, you didn't do nothing for me. It says that all the goats said, God, when do we see you hungry or thirsty or lonely as a stranger or, or, or needing clothes or sick or in prison? Like, when do we do all that and not help you? It says he replies to them, whatever you didn't do for the least of these people, you didn't do for me. Like, that's the scripture that this lady Without prompting, she quotes that because what these scriptures do is they're passed down from generation to generation. And a lot of these things are held by people. We don't even really reflect on them too much. We, we just have these stories. She says, I think that what God is doing is he's separating the sheep from the goats. You couldn't see this because we listened to an audio clip, but maybe you could hear the tension. In that moment, Donio Sullivan, the CNN reporter, he pauses because he hears what she just invoked. And then he asks, he says, which are you? Are you a sheep or a goat? And then she pauses right back. 
Because I think even part of her realizes what she got caught in. And she says, well, I ain't a sheep. So I must be a goat. Something of the sort. You heard what she just said. But can you imagine? Can we stop and reflect on the job that has been done on our spiritual formation when we would rather condemn ourselves to to the place that, that that is prepared for the devil and his angels than be called a sheep? When we have let the discourse run so far from us that we are afraid of being identified with the people that Jesus has called holy, the people that Jesus says you have done good to me. You have done good by me. You have looked out for the least of these. Can you imagine being so insulted by that proposition that you would rather be a goat? That Jesus says, get away from me. Get far away. Get out of my face. That's a sad place to be, beloved. I don't want that for us. So my question to you is, do you know the shepherd? I spend a lot of time trying to get to know the shepherd better for myself. My goal is that I can help other people get to know the shepherd. That they can recognize the shepherd's voice in their life. That they can know of a God who wants them to be whole, who wants them to be free, who wants them to be. So much of our time is spent invested in finding our worth in what we do and what we can produce that sometimes we forget that our worth is not in what we do, but who we are. And that's a reality that not only draws us closer to the creator, to our God, to our shepherd, but to the shepherd's other sheep, to our fellow people. One of the cool things about this translation project is that when I'm preparing for it, I make myself stay faithful to the witness of the scriptures, while at the same time I wrestle with what that means for me. When I put things in my own words, it makes me process them in a different way. So I'm probably more blessed than anybody else who might be listening to this by the work that's happening here because it's drawn me closer to God and to creation, to other people. But at the same time, my hope is that community might be strengthened by it. I want everybody to do what they need to do to get closer to God. Maybe that's not paraphrasing the Bible for you. Maybe it's reading more poetry. Maybe it's writing poetry, whether it's about God or just the things you see around you. Maybe it's finding a couple folks you feel comfortable chopping it up with, bringing all them questions you think everybody else would judge you for. One common theme in all of this is getting to know God for yourself is really a solitary activity. Even if you do it by yourself at some point, eventually we want to share it with somebody. Because at the end of the day, a sheep by itself is a sheep that's in danger. We were designed for community. I'm not vain enough to believe that the shepherd that we hear about in Psalm 23 did all that just for me. I think he did it for some of y'all too. And I think that's kind of dope. <laughs> when the sheep get to know their shepherd and they build community around that shepherd, the protection and provision that the shepherd provides, they produce more sheep, more community, and things expand. So New Living Translation is a spinoff of the Three Black Men podcast. Just three dudes who got together to chop it up, talk about God, life, or as the podcast suggests, 
theology, culture, and the world around us. From that came this podcast. From that came Black Coffee and Theology with Rob. Y'all need to check that out, by the way. But we spend even more time trying to get to know the shepherd, trying to share that with people. Got more content on our Patreon. As a matter of fact, if you enjoy this podcast, I dig a little bit deeper into some of the text that I'm exploring to talk about how some of these episodes come together. I'd encourage you to check that out. I remain convinced that the same God who inspires the words that we see in scripture, the same God that they speak about in the Psalms, sits with us today and helps us to create some of this stuff. I view a lot of this work as sacred. I'm excited about it. And I want to share that with the flock because I'm not ashamed of being a sheep. I'm not ashamed of needing a shepherd. I don't have all the answers. I can't do it all by myself. I want to be able to look forward to looking back on my life and thinking about all of the times when I found myself in the same place as the other sheep. Being rewarded and commended by the shepherd for taking care of each other. I look forward to the day where I'm no longer driven by dreams of being able to be my own sheep on my own and looking out for myself, but that I can find peace and refuge in the care and the protection and the provision of the shepherd among the flock. It's my prayer each and every day. I want to make sure that God stays my shepherd. That is to God that I look for, for everything that I need. That is to God that I look for, for my rest, that I trust the maintenance and the well-being of my soul to God, that I can trust God to fix all of my weary and broken down parts, that I can trust that God is holy and that justice guides my steps, that I might know true righteousness by justice, that even when I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, all of those dark places that I am aware of the presence and the company of God, that the rod and the staff, the tools of Direction and correction might bring me comfort instead of fear. And that even in the presence of my enemies, all of the forces that are working against me, I don't, I don't have no human enemies because the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Somebody hear me. But I know that God will give me more than I need, that my cup will run over. And my head is anointed with oil because I am beloved, because God chooses me. Every day, I am chosen to be loved by God, just like you. I'll never be able to escape God's goodness, God's mercy, God's steadfast love, God's kindness. I'll never be able to outrun it. Surely it's going to follow me everywhere I go. So I will always dwell in the house of the Lord among my fellow sheep with the shepherd. Translation is a production of Three Black Men, the podcast about theology, culture, and the world around us. You can follow us on Twitter at Three Black Men. That's the number three, not spelled out, Black Men. You can find me on all social media platforms at PastorTray05. That's PastorTray05. Don't send me no Facebook requests, though. Like, I don't be over there. That's the bad place. This work has been made possible by a community of folks who've chosen to show their support through generosity. You can join us at patreon.com slash three black men. Spell three out that time though. Patreon.com slash three black men. There you can find even more original content from Sam, Rob, and yours truly. 
Make sure you subscribe to, rate, and review the New Living Translation and Three Black Men wherever you get your podcast. And remember, real recognize real. Don't get caught looking unfamiliar. <laughs>